the Weekly, weekly feed. feed. From the studios of WFPK in Louisville, Kentucky, welcome to the first episode of the Weekly Feed for 2015. I'm Kyle Meredith, excited to be back and running through another hour of the biggest new songs of the week. In fact, since we spent December in best of episodes, we'll make sure to grab some of the more notable cuts that snuck in over the last couple of weeks. And that includes N.E.R.D., D'Angelo, Mos Def, Modest Mouse, Tom York, Connor Oberst, and Of Montreal. And then, then, we've got some pretty amazing guests stopping by. Legendary filmmaker John Waters and the one and only Paul McCartney. And as if you needed another reason to strap in, I've also got this new track from The Julie Ruin. The uh, Kathleen Hanna-fronted outfit dropped Run Fast in 2013 with Hanna herself as the focus for this year's documentary, The Punk Singer. Now, within that doc, there was a Julie Ruin song that had yet to be released. But lucky for us, it's finally making its way into the world. It's possible it's the best one yet. The Julie Ruin with Blueberry Island on the weekly feed.
mistake, that's okay.
this point, I, I feel it would be odd to go too long without something new from Laura Marling. Short Movie is the title track to her upcoming disc due out in March, and if you're keeping count, that's album number five in seven years. Now, with Pharrell's world domination over the past few years, it seems like his history got lost just a, just a little bit. It was only with the announcement of their reunion that I remembered that, oh yeah, Pharrell used to be in NERD. What brought the legendary trio back together? A new SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Here is Squeeze Me on the weekly feed. Uh, 
don't shine, I don't fade, but that's alright, I said that's alright. That's alright, I said that's alright, I said that's alright. Okay, alright, I said that's alright, I did this alright. Okay, alright, I said that's alright, I did this alright. Heartbeat like a drum with a beat, you're so strange, you don't see it on me. Open road, open sky. On and on and on and on and on and on and to the place where the eggs go round. This pot is loud, clear and pronounced. Calling out your name, my answer's all in it, I don't know what I'm saying. I guess you feel the same way. You're so strange, you don't even get on stage. But that's okay, it's alright, it's okay, it's alright. Petit Noir there with Till We Ghosts on the weekly feed. Now, if that guest vocal sounded familiar, that was Yaslam Bey, or maybe better known under his former name, Mos Def. You can find that one on the King of Anxiety EP that's due out January 20th. And D'Angelo before that was Sugar Daddy. Now, well documented that the soul singer ended his 14-year LP silence with Black Messiah, an amazing collection of futuristic sounds and unforgettable songs. It's, it's really an amazing comeback. Up next, I'll be hanging with Paul McCartney, Sean Cannon will be talking with John Waters, and there's new Modest Mouse, Tom York, and Connor Oberst. You really do not want to move. The Weekly Feed.
Family Feed. Feed. Paul McCartney is here to hang, and we'll pass the mic to him in just a moment. But first, let's grab the new Modest Mouse. Strangers to Ourselves breaks their prolonged hiatus, and from it, the excellent first single, Lampshades on Fire, on the Weekly Feed. Hello. 
I believe that to be one of McCartney's best solo rock tracks. It's from his 2013 LP, New, that was Save Us on the weekly feed. The man Macca spent most of last year touring the album, but has also fit in some time to score the new first-person shooter game, Destiny. I got to talk to him about that much more in an interview you can hear in full at theweeklyfeed.org. Here's a sample. The Weekly weekly Feed. Uh, congratulations on what's kind of been, uh, well, I guess an awesome life, but especially the, the latest record with, uh, with New. I know you're about to do a deluxe edition. I mean, this is a great record. Oh, great. Thank you, man. I must say, it was, uh, it was great fun to make. It's always nice to have a new bunch of songs and then get together with some people. It's like, it's like the best um, period, making the record, you know, and then getting in to the folks. But uh, this was very exciting to do, this one. It's, uh, I had a lot of fun making it. And it's been received very well, so I'm very pleased. Yeah. Well, it, it, and there is, there's this fire in it. I think it might have been the perfect Paul McCartney album uh, for this era because it does, it has those sounds that, you know, your longtime fans have probably uh, yearned to hear, but there, but there's a really freshness to it. There, there's a lot of newness, which, which you know, has to be difficult when you're writing. And you must know that you've got to speak to those people at the same time as, as trying to do something new. The truth is, the problem's always been the same, really. You think about it, you know, you're, you're writing a song, you're always trying to write something that you love and that people will love. Yeah. It doesn't get any easier or harder, really. Sometimes you just get really lucky and you go, whoa, that one slipped out easy, you know, and you, you have fun. And then some other times it's, uh, it's a bit more of a grind. But uh, it's something I love doing. You know, whenever I try and do it, there's a sort of fascination to it of like, wow, you know, two seconds ago there wasn't a song, and now... And now there is. And I know, you know, songs kind of do just arrive, and and there's never a way to explain that. But there is, I expect, a science to a song, because in this record it's full of hooks, hooks everywhere. And Mm. and I don't know a lot of people, and especially over a lifetime, a, a career that you've had that has been able to produce so many catchy Moments and it's is that accurate because again a song idea just kind of arrives from the universe but at some point you've got to know how to build a house. Yeah, you know, I think it's right. Both of those things are right. You know, they definitely just arrive out of thin air. But I think you've got to know how to spot them. You know, uh, I think someone, uh, you know, building a car suddenly knows when the design is right. Yeah. when the engine sounds good, you know, you, you after a little while you get used to that and you think, yeah, this is the way to go. Uh, as far as hooks are concerned, I must say, I just love them. <laughs> you know, I love them on other people's records. Yeah. I love it. It's like, I, you, keep, you find yourself whistling it or waking up and thinking, what's that? What's it? I love that. What is it? And the best thing scenario is, oh, it's one of the, it's one of yours. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, you go, whoa, it's the one I'm writing currently. <laughs> that is a good sign. You know, when you're in the studio, when you're by yourself, you, you can be anything you want to be, but it does seem like, you know, when you get to the stage and, and the people have bought the ticket and they've come to see Paul McCartney, there is a certain expectation of what they want. They want the Beatle. They want the guy from Wings. Mm-hmm. And for a person like you that seems like you're so much about moving forward, does it ever seem like this is a legion of fans that almost force you to live in the past? Uh, not really. Really, the way I look at it is I used to go to a lot of concerts, particularly when I was a kid, so when I didn't have any money. And so I'd save up forever, you know, just to go and see an artist that I really loved. Mm-hmm. And if ever I went to see an artist 
who didn't do the songs I wanted to hear. Yeah. It was like, mm, okay, well, he's cool, but I'm not coming again. The Weekly Feed. More from my interview with Paul McCartney at theweeklyfeed.org. Here's that in credit song from the new game Destiny. This is called Hope on The Weekly Feed. Some hope for the future. Some wait for the call. To say that the days ahead will be the best of all.
weekly feed. Said only I can make you 
Looks like Connor Ober has had some leftovers on his newest record, Upside Down Mountain. Has thrown two of them on a new 45. That was the A-side, standing on the outside looking in on the weekly feed. And a new one from Tom York right before that. You Wouldn't Like Me When I'm Angry was released in part to add some attention to Tomorrow's Modern Boxes LP, which is now available at Bandcamp and not just BitTorrent as it was originally. So we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, Sean Cannon will be talking with John Waters, the John Waters. Stick around. The Weekly Weekly Feed. Feed. Hey, this is John from Sacco, and you're listening to The Weekly Feed with Kyle Meredith. It's not every day you get to talk to the guy who made Pink Flamingos, Crybaby, and Hairspray. Today, however, is different. Here's Mr. Sean Cannon. When I had a chance to talk to the legendary John Waters on the phone a few weeks ago when he was in the middle of his Christmas tour, I only got a few minutes with him, but there was something that had always sort of intrigued me. How can somebody who calls himself the Pope of Trash, the King of Puke, be an optimist. I kind of always thought he was, but you can see why it might not make sense. Feed. This this might seem like an obvious thing to some people. It might even seem like an obvious thing to you, but I've always been curious. Are you a cynic? No, I think I'm probably the opposite of a cynic. Um, I believe in the basic goodness of people. That's why I hitchhike across the country by myself, and it was proven to be true. No, a cynic, I think, I think cynical, uh, I'm suspicious sometimes of people's good intentions, but uh, but mostly, no, I'm not a cynic at all, I think. And I think cynics are fun, but they get boring in about 20 minutes. I don't think I'm mean-spirited. They're funny for five minutes, but 20, they're not. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I guess because I've you know I've had several conversations about um, uh, artists, uh, whether it's comedians, directors, writers who uh, are heavy with satire, are heavy with social commentary. But I make I love everything I make fun of. I think that that I make fun of myself in the very beginning. That's the first thing I do by calling myself the Prince of Puke or the Pope of Trash, or someone else called me that and embracing it. Um, you know, I every day want to sit around dressed in a robe and a crown, like the Imperial Margarine Crown, and a scepter, sitting here like, like the Pope of Trash. But I fight the urge. See, and I guess that's the thing. That's the difference because I, I when I look at your work, when when I look at you as as a person, I see someone who is just delighted with everything, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Have fun. I jumped out of bed in the morning to go to work. Uh, I like my work. My job is to think up, up things in the morning, and in the afternoon I sell them. And um, I try not to be a workaholic. I try not to work on weekends, but when I'm doing a Christmas tour, I have no choice to. But generally, um, I very much have a private life, too. And uh, I always say the ultimate compliment is if I, we go out to dinner and it's not tax deductible. 
That's a beautiful thing because most people would think, well, at least I can deduct this from my taxes. But no. Well, not if it's your private life, you can't. Oh, I know, but that's what I mean. Some people would think, how can I turn this into a, a professional thing? Well, but most of the, yeah, but, but most people, I mean, I'm lucky that a lot of, in business I'm in, meals are a part of what you do business. So I certainly do. But but also, when I, I'm very honest about when I have a dinner with just a friend or a romantic dinner or something, you I don't deduct it. Although I guess you probably could, since I talk about everything in my show, I could I could tell you about my date, I guess, and turn it into comedy. But I, I try to respect the IRS. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I was at Fun 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 Fest a couple of weeks ago, and I saw you there. And um, I'm not going to say I was surprised that you were so funny, because that's not true at all. But as, as someone <clears throat> who's not a stand-up comedian, I was surprised well, that— I am, though, kind of. I mean, I can't really pretend I'm not. Okay, no. I mean, I do this about—you know, I'm, I have 17 cities on the Christmas tour, and I do this Filthy World show maybe 25 times a year. So I really can't say I'm not a stand-up comic. But what I'm amazed, I love playing rock festivals. So I love when you come out there and it's all these kids, and it's just, like, hilarious to me that I'm 68 playing rock festivals. The Weekly Feed. John Waters might not have written this song, but if it wasn't for him, it wouldn't exist because he made the original Hairspray. So here's James Marsden from the music version of Hairspray with It's Hairspray on the Weekly Feed. And now, broadcast live in front of a live studio audience for the first time from the certified up-to-code WYGT studio, it's the Corny Collins Miss Hairspray Spectacular. He's Corny! Brought to you by Ultra Punch Hairspray. What gives a girl power and punch? Is it charm? Is it poise? No, it's hairspray. What gets a gal asked out to lunch? Is it brains? Is it dough? No, it's hairspray. If you take a ride with no can at your side, then your flip will be gone with the wind. But if you spray it and like it, you can take off in a rocket and in outer space. Each hair will be in place. Why take a chance when you get up and dance? If you twist, I insist you use hairspray. And tell your mother her head she should smother with ultra clutch faithfully. So if you're a redhead, a blonde, a brunette, just take my advice and you might just get the only thing better than hairspray. That's me. Forget the milkman, the only thing better than hairspray. That's me. Use a stiff one.
the genocidal massacres erupt over some perceived sedition insecurities of men messing everything up again of Montreal there, 
Bassam Sabri is the uh, first listen to their 13th record, Ariat Gloom, which reportedly serves as a breakup and self-discovery-themed LP from Kevin Barnes and the gang. You can look for it on March 3rd. And that's a wrap on episode one for 2015. Now, if you missed anything, I've got this and much more over at theweeklyfeed.org. That includes more from my interview with Paul McCartney. The Weekly Feed is distributed by Louisville Public Media and WFPK Radio Louisville. Stacey Owen is the executive director. Brad Yost is the technical engineer. You can find Sean Cannon over at SoundCloud at FPK After Dark, where you can hear more of his interview with John Waters. We get extra assistance from WFPK's Lars Shine. Our video feed series plays weekly on Salon.com. It's directed, filmed, and edited by Cool World Visual Creations. I'm your host. You can find me at Twitter and Facebook slash Kyle Meredith. We'll see you same time next week. Till then, be good.